What is up, fans? Welcome to another issue of the Comic Bookies podcast. Myself, Mike, and Sean are back for episode 151. We hope that everyone had a wonderful and safe Memorial Day weekend. We sure as hell took a long weekend because we haven't been on since around mid-May, so we are glad to be back. Uh, This week in sports, us here in the Bay Area, we cannot do anything but think about the NBA Finals, so we will discuss games one and two, and we will preview games three and beyond uh, between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. We give our, what, uh, first, second, third, fourth, you know, you guys are allowed a couple check-ins on the MLB, so we'll give a little check-in there. And NASCAR is in our home track of Sonoma. I will be there along with my wife to see if Kyle Larson can defend his title. And over in comic books, you know, like I said, we haven't been on in a long time, so we have plenty of books to preview, plenty of books to review, and there's a lot to get into, including Joker 2. The sequel has been confirmed. Black Adam trailer drops tomorrow. Me and Sean are talking... Uh, shoot bunch of shows uh, i finally am into you know snowfall we'll be discussing that obi-wan kenobi all that and more in this week's episode of the common bookies podcast join us And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies podcast. Like I said, myself, Mike, and Sean are on the microphone this week. Thank you so much for joining us live on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Like always, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, Wednesday, June 8th, 2022, is New Comic Book Day, so go check out the shop in Fremont. Go check out your local comic book store, wherever you you know go and get your books. But for us specifically, it is Alex, who was on last week's episode at Treasure Island. He can get your books any way you want them, new, old, and of course, you can walk in, you can get them mailed, or hell, you can just park outside the room, outside the store and he can drop them off for you. Sean, how are you doing, sir? It's been a while since you've been on. Um, I'm not sure if you were on with Alex. I think it was just, was it all four of us or was it just... Uh... It was just you three. I was on I think, the episode right before that. You know what? That's right. I've, it's been, I think it's been I've, way too damn long. I think I've said this once Kason was born. I'll say it again. When you have kids, you get a lot less time. People think, oh, you can do this when you're sleeping. Man, I'm catching up on stuff. All these different events. And mm-hmm. episode 151, geez, I can't. Yeah, it's been that long, it feels like. But no, we're at least back. I know Mark, he's busy doing what he's currently uh, doing with some you know, personal life things. But no, man, it's good to mm-hmm. be back. A lot of good sports, a lot of good comics, and oh man, episode one fifty one is gonna be a fun one for sure. Shoot, you, like just you, you have one, right? Like like we were saying, because you came over to the house for a barbecue a couple weeks ago, and I said like, wait till you have just not only Kason being mobile, right? Like moving around, saying like, no, don't stick your hand in that in that light socket. No, don't touch just the oven the or the burner. Safety house, is like, oh yeah, dude, just childproof <laughs> your house. And then all of a sudden, when you're in that phase, then here comes number two. Now you have like another brand new human being, and then you guys are tied as far as humans in the house. So it's uh definitely challenging, you know. But I mean. As parents, we're never completely ready for it, but you guys will get it down. And uh, but as far as time, yeah, none. Like I said, we, we discussed this right before the episode started. I have not started Stranger Things. I have. I am now in the beginning of March in all of my shows. So granted, a lot of those shows end in like March or whatever. Yeah. But I just finished the first episode of Snowfall. I'm sure you finished the season like weeks ago, right? So that means in about couple weeks i'll be starting mayans like it's just crazy how like limited time you have and then you're and then you're at the point where you're like okay cool let me think do i want to catch up on these episodes or do i want to go to bed at 10 like i need to catch up on my shows but that puts me at bed at like 
12, 1230. So it's like that, uh, you know, because the kids are going to get up at like between six and seven regardless. So you have to, oh, dude, it, oh, dude, it, it sucks. <laughs> it I sucks. remember when you guys would talk about it because you and Mark were the first ones having kids. I'm just like, oh, you know, you know I'll see when I'm there. And right. yes, <laughs> I'm there because Kason's waking up I at 6, 6.30 and we have arrived. And yes. I've been up eternity leave like the past four weeks and I'm still feeling it. It's not like, I mean, I literally have people, oh, how's your vacation? Oh, vacation. That's what you call it. It ain't no damn right. vacation. I mean, there's days Definitely where Marissa's working and I'm with Kason all day. And, you know, I'm enjoying every bit of the whole parenthood, but it's it's time, bro. <laughs> no doubt about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like you're going to start to cherish those times where it's just you and Marissa doing stuff. Right. So and like we'll get into it later. But like like Danielle's super excited for the race at Sonoma because it's like it's like another event that we get to do. Just just us two. My parents are watching the kids, you know, and then, of course, she finds out the Bella twins and the Grand Marshals. She's like, oh, my God, can we go like see them? Is there like an extra thing we can pay for to like we get hey, VIP? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe we should get VIP for that event then. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I know. Right. <laughs> cool. Though not as going to be a good time. I know we just Sonoma last year. Or was it was year last year. Of course, Larson won. So no, no, it's can't go wrong yeah. with that, man. Right. And then me and Mark went like two years before that when Truex absolutely just dominated. So it'll be my third year out of four going to Sonoma. So that'd be cool. But now next year is the big task for all of us to figure out where what new track we're going to next year. Got to do the new track, bro. I almost treated like, I mean, for me being a Niner fan, my new stadium this year, we're going to be going to Denver. So I'm very right. excited about that. But no, nah, man, every sports, you know, you're into and they always got to do the road track, the road course, the road mm-hmm. deliver. Yeah, man, it'd be fun for sure. Well, that's the thing. Like, you're going to you're going to Colorado in September. I'm going to visit family, um, my wife's side of the family in August, and that's like one of the first things we do. So we're going to a so we we planned it. We're going to the Giants and Rockies game when we're over there because it just like happens to be you know. So we're getting like a luxury box, you know. We're just like doing it up, and then of course when we're planning our trip to North Carolina in October, and sure enough, I'm like, oh, do we have to go home Saturday because freaking Tom Brady is at the Panthers the day after. I'm like, uh, you know, so it's like me and you, especially like we can't Just help it, but like it. Uh-huh. looking for either food or sports. I think that's like the two things that I look for besides relaxing, going somewhere on a vacation. Agreed, bro. I think that's actually I, I, every trip I go to and I'm like, oh, who's in town? Who's, you know, even that when we go mm-hmm. to the Niners Broncos game, the Giants are actually at home versus the Rockies. I'm like, what are the odds? Like, it happened oh, to dang, be there. Really? That'd be my, that'd be my perfect weekend. Go to a Giants game and, of course, Niners game, but no, nah, hey, that's gonna be a good time for sure either way. Nice, nice, yeah. So, uh, all right, cool. So, and how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was good, sir. It was very good. Uh, we also do the annual camping trip for Alex's birthday, so we went that's to right. Don Pedro. Uh, my sister-in-law's boyfriend, he turned 21, so we had a little birthday get-together for him. Took Case into the beach for his first time. There so, you, you know, I mean, it's so much fun, but the packing and all the extra crap you need to bring is I'm freaking here freaking carrying oh yeah you feel like you're bringing you're you're bringing your whole damn house half your house yeah but again every new adventures with case now so it's just like his first time doing all these different things so it's eh, priceless man right and and of course it's more for you right you take your you take him to disneyland that's for you you take him to the beach that's for you 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 take him to wineries and stuff last weekend it's for you you know so it's it's definitely his first thing, but that's like more for you guys, you know, it is, man. It, not it, until they get like, it. you know, four or five, six, seven, eight years old. Or it, do you do it? Oh yeah, I'm going to do it. But it's more for them at that point when they're a couple years old, within their first couple years, it's, it's more for you. Yeah. It's more thank for you. God. 
He tags along though, bro. The driving, he loves to drive. He falls asleep. He's one of those babies. He's a good one. So <laughs> right, yeah. The North Carolina will be the test. Let me tell you, sir. It is. How was the uh, How was Temecula, sir? I know it's always a fun. Oh, little it was, getaway it for was you good. Guys. And you know what? It was cool because the weather was better down there than it was up here. It was like I think high eighties, nineties, and I think the hottest day was when we left. And that was like 88. So everything was in like the high 70s, low 80s. It was beautiful. Uh, it was cool. We just kind of chilled, went swimming. Um, in the comic book section later, I'll, I'll um, uh, go into my visit to Graham Cracker Comics and stuff in my hall from down there. There's a few st- spots that I always want to check out. And um, I don't really know anybody down there that you know owns the shop or works at the shop, but they're always really nice people down there. There's a few shops I like to go to. So, but yeah, all, all in all, it was cool. Uh, Cam, you know, he threw up twice in, in the car ride down there. So that was fun. You know, ah, so. it's always entertaining. Nice cleanup. I mean, uh, we had the break, you know, clean, change his freaking diaper. Of course, it just falls over, get a little bit of poo poo on the side. But <laughs> hey, oh, no. that's the least that could happen. Hey, hey, but at least your car didn't smell like, you know, he, like human throw up for the whole trip. Cause like the first time he did it, he absolutely blew chunks. And it was all, and it was like we were, 15 minutes on the freeway so we're like screw it like we turned around and went back home gave him like the quick bath and like try to clean up the seat and hose it down real quick and like take you know and then we put his other seat because we thought that it was like he had just transferred into like the front facing seat so we're like i think that he's like car sick right and sure enough we put the seat back in but we bring his rear facing seat put in the back just in case sure enough that shell station right before you get onto the grapevine and boom, he does it again. Not as bad, but just like, but just as smelly. You know, he's like, he's upset. You know, Oops, I did it so again. He, so we pulled over, what, like wiped him off again, and then at that point we're like, screw it. So we just switch seats. And then finally, when I get to my aunt and uncle's house, that's when I hose it down. You know, lay it out in the sun, put put the pads and everything in the washer and dryer because you can't really you can't really replace the like the armbands and the oh, belts yeah. and stuff. Like they can't do that. And then you also can't submerge it in like hot soapy water because it's made of like some material that's like, it, like it'll shrink. So of course, you know, when, when the kids are, them. yeah, they'll grow out of those, those belts in, in, in no time. And then sure enough, you're having to shell out three, four, five hundred $500 for a new seat, you know? So we had to look up all kinds of crap to clean it. But anyways, anyways, sounds entertaining. The, right. No, yeah, <laughs> it was, I mean, it, it was good. Like the weekend made up for that, but it was like such a freaking trek. And we got down there. It was it's like, if it's just me and you right driving down there, we don't stop one time. I get down there in six hours. It took us like seven and a half. So it wasn't too bad of a, of an extension. You know, we didn't have to stop too many times. We like, With we literally two stopped kids, two bro, times. It's not bad at all. Right. We, we literally stopped three times once to eat and two times for him throwing up. So it wasn't too bad. So anyways, on to the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Uh, this week in sports, there's nothing more important to us than the NBA Finals. Sean, um, the Warriors completely implode in game one, and they lose that game at home. And But then they come back storming in the second half. Pretty much, I would say, the second – I mean, they handled – they were up in the first quarter. They were up by a couple more at, at halftime, and then they just absolutely exploded in the second half. And so they tie that uh, they tie that series one one going back to Boston uh, tomorrow, I believe. I believe it's tomorrow and Sunday for games three and four. So that should be exciting. Um, What are your thoughts on the first two games of the series? And then, of course, tomorrow's game. Uh, You said it best, man. The first game has started great. Curry just killing it. And right. We were doing our thing. We were doing everything we needed to do. But of course, we imploded, like you said, uh, and it was that was bad. Like that was one of those like okay, and they couldn't Boston. and they couldn't miss. 
they couldn't miss. And that's, and that's what I mean. I was always scared of playing them instead of Miami. Boston has an array of three-point shooters. And even in game two, like that first half, we were up by two at halftime. It was a really low scoring thing, like a 50 to 48, 48, 46. But mm-hmm. Boston, like they still stuck around. That was just like it was really like a low energy first half. Of course, the second half, we did good. Jordan Poole picked it up. But I mean, we're lucky the series, I think, is 1-1, to be quite honest. And I'm, I'm not right. saying that Boston's a better team. I think we're a way better team than them. We have the most experience between the two teams. I think going to Boston, I mean, we're already in a must win, at least one out of two in Boston. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing some people, oh, Warriors in five. I actually think we're still fully capable of doing Warriors in five. Nothing against Boston because they are good. Oh, they're really, really good. And right. we're going to need to just be hitting on all cylinders. I mean, we're doing what we're doing right now with Clay shooting like under 40% right now. He's not playing that good, but. Gary Payton coming back has been huge for us. I mean, we've seen how important he was. And we'll see, man. Going to Boston is going to be a test. I mean, tomorrow, right. it, it, this is their first, you know, finals, I think since 2009, I want to say. I think that's what it was. I've seen some statistic on it, but it's like that mm-hmm. team is young. They're hungry, bro. They want to get us, man. Right. A little sidebar to the conversation. Caleb, what's going on? He's in the chat. He says, yo, what's up? What Caleb, up, he's up, a uh, subscriber to Michael Mrut, so I see him on the channel nice. all the time. So good to see you, sir, again. Um, Thanks for joining, brother. Yeah, so I I was scared again in that first quarter. There were there were bouts where we were down like by eight or like almost double digits. I was like, not. I was like, this is not happening again. And like, <laughs> bro, and I, I'm at Maddie's um, end of the year t-ball party at freaking. Um, uh, rock and jump in Brentwood. So we're over there. Like, I was like, of course we plan the party, like before the NBA finals are set. So all the dads are like, you know, in their Draymond or Curry jerseys, you know, we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Kids go ahead and freaking jump. Yeah. Go, 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 go. <laughs> like, and so we're like right there Get trying the to watch on. the game, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like going back and forth. I'm watching I'm like, what the hell's going on? And sure enough, there's a, a bout where I am, am away from the TV uh, right. And I go back. I'm like, oh, shoot. OK, it's like 35, 35. It's like tied. Like, hey, cool, cool. And I see that we're up at halftime. I'm like, OK, no problem. And then sure enough, like right around the time that we're leaving, third quarter happens. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Very, very nice. Oh, Caleb. No, he says Celtics in seven. Ooh. I mean, I could see I could see it going seven games. And, exactly. and, then, at that, and then at that point, are we really going to lose the home game? I mean, the, game one was our first home loss of the whole playoffs. Right. The only thing so. I would say is like. I said it before the series started. I see the Warriors winning. I think it's a six to seven game series. I mean, I'm thinking six, mm-hmm. but the Caleb of the world that tells me Celtics and seven, I can see it happening. Right. <laughs> I mean, I can't sit here and be ignorant. Like, oh, of course not. Like they're, they're good. Like they are good. Their roster one to five and off the bench with Derek white. I mean, they're good. And I think tomorrow, every game is going to be a dog fight. I mean, we had that third quarter, but even like in the fourth quarter when the scrubs came in with like three minutes left and it, I don't know if it got to like 17 or whatever it got, it's still kind of like, can you just keep our starters in? Can we make sure we win right, this please. game? Like, <laughs> right. yeah, man, it's just, it's the finals, man. This is one of those, I don't care about rest at this point. Forget the whole injury crap. Let's just make sure we go in there and do our thing. And right. again, man, tomorrow is going to be a fun one, a juicy one. And I'm hoping that game six, Clay turns into game three, Clay, because we need to just get him going, man. He hasn't been playing too good right. for us. And I don't see, and I don't foresee game one Al Horford walking through the doors 
of the garden either way. I mean, come on, dude. Like, when does that happen? And then and then Mark sends us the stat where it was like this person, this person, and this person who I think did pretty well in the in game one combined for what, like nine points in game two. So it's like, come on now. I forgot who it was. He, yeah, he a, texted us. A, uh, Derek White. Derek White was, I believe, one of them. And of course, Horford like nine of eleven with whatever he had. But I mean, God. look at Jalen Brown in the second game. He had like he made, he made his first four shots in like the first five minutes of the game. He right. made one more field goal the rest of the game. I mean, right. Tatum, he did good. But again, I mean, we're, this is kind of like just go out there and just do your thing tomorrow. And I think we'll come out victorious. Just I hope so. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, and I'm not I, I'm tripping, but I'm not tripping too hard if we lose tomorrow because mm-hmm. we make it a three game, a best of three if we That's win it. on Sunday in game four. So just come home to San Francisco. Oh, God, that pains me to say that. Anyways, we come back to San Francisco next week for game five. 2-2 or 3-1 if it's at least 2-2 tied then I'm pretty confident that we'll that we'll you know win in 6 or 7. You don't hate San Francisco as bad as Charles Barkley though, right? <laughs> Dude, he was saying some he was saying some shit. You know what? And it's funny because I'm like kind of you know like like giggling in the background like, "Yeah, no, Charles, no. I see it too. I see it too." Like <laughs> man, the funniest thing he said is TNT so cheap, man. They freaking put us in a hotel right in the slums. <laughs> in the slums. Right in the slums, uh, bro. He said he said it was so much rain in Dallas. We were playing Dallas. He's like, I wish it was raining in San Francisco. They could just clean up them dirty streets. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough rain in this world. Sorry, Charles. There it is. There it is. It's true. Feelings are out. But hey, if, but if they win, then that's fine. Yep. Yep. That's very true, man. We'll see. Hey. We'll see what happens, man. Tomorrow, I am with you, bro. Just win one of the next two, and I'm happy. Right, right. Okay, cool. So from the hardwood to the baseball field, let's do a little check-in on the standings for the Major League Baseball. So, I mean, I don't have to really get into it, Sean. I mean, the A's are doing absolutely fabulous right now. Um, They're probably top three or five to win the World Series right now. So do you just want to skip? (laughs) You guys are, you know, every year you guys are that one team where I'm like, oh, they're going to do something. And this is one of the year where, like, the roster is actually reflecting, like, how bad they're doing. They're doing pretty bad, obviously. But it's right. But it's too, as a fan, it's like, what do you expect? Like, right. Like, they just don't have a roster that's going to be winning too many freaking games. 20 and 37. I think there's what, one. I'm looking right now. There's only one other team with the worst record, actually, than them. It, it is the Bro, look Kansas at their City Royals. Re- look at their home record. Yeah, seven and twenty-three seven at home. Seven and twenty-three at home. That is horrid. Like, does anyone have even close to that record at home? I see the Nationals are nine and eighteen. But like the last place Rockies, but like the last place Rockies in the NOS are five hundred at home. A last place team is five hundred at home. Like, come on, bro. But like you're one game, bro, you're one game under 500, and, and like, that's why because you have a shit place that no one wants to come to, so you pack like what? Oh yeah, two to five thousand a night. Like there's no home field advantage, so of course that never plays like that never plays into the uh you know into the hands of the of the team, right? It never it's just, plays. It's interesting because it's just like oh we're gonna get a new stadium, and people literally think it's like the snap of a finger. We're gonna start attracting all kinds of new talent, which I mean of course it'll. It'll slowly take a process. You will get new talent, but it's like of course. all those players for like those Chapmans and stuff. We got a whole bunch of minor leaguers, which generically will go to the AAA, AA. No, those are actually the starters for the A's this year. That's where the problem is. 
Right. I mean, and at the same time, you still have the same ownership group. So if they shell out some money for a stadium to kind of make money, um, you know, because they're going to build a, a crumble cookie and a, and a Quiznos and an AMC theater and a, and, a, and a handful of apartment complexes, that's fine. But if they still are the cheap bastards that they are and they're not paying anybody to come here or keep same anybody shit. here, it's going to be the same shit every year. And then and, and then you're going to charge the, you know, the the blue collar fans who come and want to and can can go ahead and come with their whole family tickets, parking and food and everything for a hundred bucks. You're going to charge them a hundred bucks a pop for a seat. And they're not going to come just like the Yankees. Like the first couple of years in the new stadium, like when you watched a, a game on ESPN, all the first like 10 rows, it was empty. No one wants to spend like thousands of dollars to sit, you know, 10 rows. Like, come on now. It's ridiculous, but I'm they have, but that, they bro. spend the money on the roster. So they don't and, care if they don't draw as much. But when Boston comes to town, they draw, you know, when the Mets come to town, they draw. So, I mean, San Francisco, like, what do you think about your Giants? They're five games above 500, five games out of the uh, NL West. So they kind of have cooled off a little bit, but they're still right there. You know, we're just one of two divisions that have two teams with a 60, 600 plus win percentage. Obviously, the Padres, they still have one of those sexy rosters. I mean, Right. Tatis hasn't even played yet. And they are one of the better teams. I and mean, they're one and a half games out of the Dodgers, which, I mean, they have probably the best arguably roster in baseball next to the Yankees. So, I mean, we're kind of in one of those, shoot, we're doing all right. Like 29 and 24 early. Like I'm looking at all these other divisions that has us in about second place in pretty much every other division mm-hmm. except the AL East. But it's like, just keep doing what we're doing. And hopefully we can maybe be a buyer at the all-star break. I mean, I'll, we had a couple of hiccups, a couple of series where we lost, but I mean, I don't know, man. We we have a good team. I like what we're doing, but we just don't have that sexy player. We haven't built our team that way, and at some point, we're going to need a big name. Right. Uh, the AL Central looks pretty tight. Twins, White Sox, and uh, Gu- Guardians all within four games of each don't, other. Don't say that name to me. The in- I know, right? I kind of I kind of stuttered on it. I was like, I wanted to say the Indians, but <clears throat> but the Yankees are just on fire right now, playing almost seven thirty ball. You know, only fifteen losses. Um, the Blue Jays kind of are striking back. They were like very, very, very mediocre in the first month, month and a half of the season. But now they're only seven games out in second place. And they're the Rays. Boston's actually doing well. They were absolutely atrocious in last place below the uh, Orioles after the first month of the season, first six weeks. And now they're a game over 500. So they're kind of storming back, but they're still 12 games out. Um, Houston just gave them the damn trophy already. They're already nine games up on the on the Angels. I didn't realize they were. I mean, I know the Yankees. Or not the Yankees. The Angels were choking like they always do, and they fired Joe Madden too. Oh, they dismissed them. Sorry, he's <laughs> a proper term. But God, oh. thirty six wins. I mean, they're also doing their job. They're doing pretty freaking good, man. Right. Uh, Miami Marlins down there, of course, they're doing what they're doing. But Mr. Alcantara is, is absolutely on fire for my fantasy team. Absolutely killer, on dude. fire. A dog, man. He's nice. And speaking of the Red Sox, freaking Michael, wacka, wacka, wacka. Wacka, complete, wacka, flame. <laughs> Jesus. Complete, complete game shutout yesterday. Uh, but it's good to see me and you on top of the standings, dude. Good to see me and you on top. I'm probably going to be losing. Dude, every, dude, my team is just hurt, man. I got the shortstop on the White Sox. Uh, Tim Anderson, he's hurt. Brandon Lowe, my God, on the raises her. I got like four pitchers. I mean, thank God we have like four or five IR spots. <laughs> I'm, freaking using spots. Every, I, I'm using every freaking one of them, dude. 
but oh, it is man. fun to kind of be back. It's definitely had me like more, oh, you know, just in tune with baseball, knowing right. players. Cause I mean, dude, our days where we like the freaking Frank Thomas, the Jeff Bagwell, like those days, we could probably name half the mm-hmm. freaking rosters. Now half the damn leagues from the freaking, you know, Latin American, right? These young guys. I don't know half these damn guys, but you know, now I'm starting to get a little bit more just in tune with some of these guys, but. Yeah, man, it's funny, I mean, that's bro. What, I mean, that's what we did when we're at the age in the uh, early 2000s when we started doing fantasy football and baseball and sandbox. You know, we're at that age where we're we have to kind of have that memory because we're in school, right? You know, you, all your formulas, all your historical facts, all your scientific facts or whatever, we have to memorize it. So we can like go down a roster, a whole division and tell you the teams, the coaches, the quarterbacks, the running backs, we can tell you all that stuff. Right. And it get and it gets harder and harder, but dude, like back in the day, like we, we knew, we knew the Texas Rangers roster, like the back of our hand, because not only did we do fantasy baseball, but we played the video games too. Dude, one gone pudge uh palmero oh i mean that's only three of them i could think on top of my head but just exactly that quick kenny I rogers kenny rogers <laughs> i could just right there kind of instantly think of like three guys right. four guys instantly but oh yeah today and day right. it's like all right mike why don't you name me uh, i name can't me i can't three players can't in the pirates you, <laughs> dude that's the team i was that's exactly the team i was i can't name you two one guy on the pirates right now i don't, I don't think, know if i have i don't yeah, i don't i think uh bender or Bender, because I Who? picked up their closer. Say <laughs> <Who? laughs> that. Like, that's what I'm saying, though. I bro. can name you one Diamondback, Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> oh, bum, there it is. And you just dropped him. <laughs> I just dropped Well, he's like a rent a pitcher. I, I kind of keep is, bringing him is. up, and, and he gives me solid points. He did get negative three yesterday, so I had to drop his ass. But, you know, anyways. But, um, but yeah, the season's going okay so far. I do the same thing as I always do, even if they're good. I kind of try to put them on the background, but since they are so bad, I get any the, minutes at the BLA. I don't know when shows, the last time catching up on shows now. Yep, catching up on shows and watching Turning Red for the fiftieth time this month. So oh, you know, boy. stuff like that. So you know, we we'll definitely do our checkups in the next couple of weeks. But no, I mean, what are we about 50, 60 games in? It's still you know somewhat early, about a third of the way, roughly. But no, it's it's been a good season so far. I mean, right, to what you said, and obviously the age, but you you kind of expected it at least. So it's not one of those damn. Had high right. expectations. Gosh darn it! I can't believe we only have seven home wins. Oh well, you know. Jesus. When my mom sends when my mom sends me a picture, hey, we got good seats today. I was like, dang, packed house. She's like, oh, shut up. And it's like an hour left before the game starts, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sorry, you have to. I have to wait for the other fifteen hundred people to pack in. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Hard, hard time finding parking, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Man. All right. And Good onto times. the last, yeah, onto the last um, topic of the evening for sports is, of course, NASCAR. Dude, so the last couple weeks were pretty good in NASCAR. You had the on Memorial Day weekend, you had the Coca Cola 600, which I actually was up because the kids were up. Absolutely loved the uh, the race at Monaco. And then actually, my cousin's girlfriend, her family's huge IndyCar fans. Like they went to the Long Beach race a few weeks prior, uh, got pit passes and everything. So it was pretty cool to That's watch badass. some of the Indy 500. Of course, Jimmy Johnson, he leads, what, two laps of the Indy 500. You know, I think it was like, you know, pit strategy. But, hey, he led a couple laps. Hey, he uh, has a name on the record books. Right. There you go. <laughs> and then finally, the Coca-Cola 600 to where – Couple a couple drivers back and forth, and it looked like Kyle Larson had a chance, but with two left, they freaking you know the, the caution comes out for overtime, and then of course you know they get collected uh, again. But a bunch of different winners, 
you know, the all-star race happened the week prior in Texas. Mm-hmm. You had Ryan Blaney. So technically Blaney does not have a win. So he he's not, he's not technically <laughs> in, he just has the million dollars. Um, but Kurt Busch winning in Kansas, Joy Logano winning in Darlington after that little, little bump and run with, uh, with what's his name with, uh, William Byron, Very uh, your boy, like your boy finally gets his, uh, first win on May 2nd. Uh, Chase Elliott does. And, and I'm only running through these, uh, because I it's don't that think long. that we talked it. We, I don't think we talked NASCAR with, uh, Alex either. And then finally you had, uh, the last two winners, Denny Hamlin came back. He was, you know, he was the number three, number four guy right there coming out of the pile. And he wins the Coca-Cola 600, the longest race of the year. And the enjoy Illinois 300, uh, at the WWT raceway in St. Louis, uh, winner, uh, by Joey Logano. So Joey Logano becomes the third driver this Mm -hmm. year to have multiple wins, uh, joining Ross Chastain and William Byron. So this week is the, not only the last, uh, race on Fox, but the Toyota Savemart 350 on Sunday, June 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Myself and my wife will be attending that uh, race. Uh, cannot wait. It's always a good time to, to go out there. I think there's, um, you know, the air show that they have. There's 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 always tons, awesome. Yeah, there's tons of things. So we're going to do the same thing we did last year, minus as much drinking. We're going to go there. We're going to get there early, have a few drinks, and then we're going to go in there and kind of walk around, see if she can get a new shirt. She needs an updated uh, Tootsie's uh, number 99 track house <laughs> shirt for Suarez. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Tootsie's. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 really cool. Um, glad that she's going to go there for her first time. As you know, she only went there when all the ladies went to Fontana a handful of years ago. It seems so long ago now, but... Yeah, so what do you think about the Toyota Sabart 350 from Sonoma Raceway? I mean, I wish we just recorded what we said in pre-production because I think uh, our two racers speak for itself. I mean, we have mm-hmm. the road tr- road course racers uh, from their average start to uh, their history there of just winning. I mean, last year we went, obviously Larson won. I know Chase is his history of road tracks. I mean, I like to think both of our racers are going to obviously have an edge uh, right. looking at the other racers, I mean, actually you may go back to logo and it's like, oh, you're just picking the three comic book racers, but it's like all three of them are pretty damn good. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to kind of keep my money on those three. Really? I mean, they all have a win right. this year, which is really good. You know, they're obviously getting to a track that they have a little bit more confidence in. So if there's any three who probably want to get another win, I mean, logo, if logo goes and gets his third win of the year leading the pack, I mean, he's going to definitely be extra confidence so we'll see man i mean larson i, I can see larson too bro i mean i always right. say between our, I mean, i'm gonna speak chase probably like the least out of the three because like larson's like one of those he hasn't won kind of recently but it's like oh larson was like right there leading or this it's like he always finds his way on top bro right right i mean the WWT raceway didn't fare so well for him. He was hovering around the high teens and then he got up to like fifth or sixth. And then he, I think he finished like 12th or 13th. So a decent finish for, you know, for a first timer for everything. Right. Um, but yeah, but Joey Logano, um, he was there a little bit, you know, I, cause we, we remember how crazy Mark was getting and waving that, 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 uh, seat cushion around with a 22. I wish <laughs> we had an image that we could just show the millions and millions of fans. This right. guy climbing on the fence, literally behind this <laughs> and team's he freaking drops it pit, on road, the pit road <laughs> and he drops it in pit row. Oh God, that's so hilarious. But, um, the last couple of years has been dominated by either Larson or Martin Shrek's jr. But like, I think I just like whenever we talk about these races this year, it gets thrown out the window with the with the tire uh 
problems they've been having in these next gen cars. Like it seems like like all these stats just get thrown out the window and Ross Chastain has two wins, right? It's like, what the hell? You know, all these uh, like if they go to a brand new race the rest of this year or next year, pick Joey Logano. He won the first dirt track at um, at Bristol. He won this race at WWT because they've only ever raced for the the trucks and the uh, and the Xfinity series. So of course, first time ever on the on that track, he wins. But yeah, like I, I could definitely see him winning. Um, you know, Kyle Busch is also a good road course mm-hmm. you know racer as well. No doubt, wins I don't know. There. Yeah, I mean, we're at Martin Truex with three, Kyle with two. I mean, our guys have some wins there. Kurt mm-hmm. even has a win with Kevin Harvick. And, and only because I watched some of the Netflix show that he has for our buddy Daryl Wallace. I hope our buddy Daryl Wallace maybe gets a win. Right. Bubba, dude. Uh, did you watch the whole like four parts of the documentary? I did not watch. I think the last. So the third episode, I watched half of that one. Obviously, I didn't watch the fourth one. But I mean, okay. the first two, like, are you kind of seeing like the depression he had to deal with and a lot right. of this stuff with his mom going and kind of obviously the race issue, which let's not be ignorant. It's there. And it's just like, bro, it, I love this kind of documentaries for that very reason, bro. Right. No, I completely agree. It was um, it was one of those things where you got that side of the of the sport, right? To where, you know, because not just NASCAR, but a lot of these sports are kind of like, you know, they're manly men. You know, you don't see that. But then you see, you know, with all the CTE issues, right? Is it is it just the hitting? Is it the depression? Is it how they kind of live their life on like in the fast lane? You know, no pun intended or on the field or on the pitch or whatever. And then like, you know, they seem like the happiest people ever. And then they, you know, Mental and then they this is real, bro. And they end their own life, you know, unfortunately, or, you know, yeah. Or they get on this documentary and then and they they tell all the Let fans that's how real it is. Right. I, I was at that point where I almost left or I almost ended it. I had to talk to so and so and so and so like my wife or you know, it was crazy. But it, but it, it is a good documentary, though. Yeah, when we're kids, bro, I mean, not to kind of shy away from the whole NASCAR thing, but it's true. Like, as a kid, you think, I want to be a pro athlete. How many times do you see that? Like, oh, I told my kid or my teacher, I'm going to do this and this. But when you, you know a little bit older now, we're able to be more aware of, like, all these stresses they have than you actually see right. in a documentary. It's just like, bro, the tr- between the travel, the pressure, and all that crap, it's like, man, especially, like, in NASCAR, like, it's true. It's a heavily more white sport, mm-hmm. and you're probably the only black guy <laughs> that's racing right. you know let's be honest here so i'm always i'm always rooting for him like i'm always rooting for him because i'm just like i think it's just good the whole diversity and another one i mean she's suarez i would love for suarez to win i think be awesome yeah i mean especially him at being at track house with with it's with chastain having all of his success so far this year it's a matter of time now you know like you thought it's it contagious, bro. It has to right. Come. He's he's been on so many good teams. He's been on Joe Gibbs. He was at Stuart Haas. Right. And then he joins Trackhouse and like Trackhouse is doing just as good, if not better. He's definitely doing like Trackhouse is performing better than Stuart Haas. That's for damn sure. Harvick's not performing. Custer's not performing. Chase Briscoe, I believe, has the one win. But like doo besides that and Almarola. What, Jabroni. What, what has he really ever done? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that team's performing better than the team it used to be on. And Stuart Haas is like supposed to be an upper echelon type team. So I hope that Suarez, I hope, you know what? Screw it. I hope he wins for my wife to be there. Right. Let's go. Ever do you right. know since Harvick had that freaking monster two years ago, whatever it was. Two, oh, he, he's right. really been kind of like, where, who is, he kind of just blew his load. Well, I did right. my thing. Now I'm just going to just go with the flow now. <laughs> And and that sucked too because that season was he had X amount of wins and didn't even make it to the final four. Didn't even make the final. 
that was that funny ass. Like he tried to go Sally. backwards across the finish line at Martinsville. That was so funny. Uh, okay, so. Excited All for right. you and Danielle, though, bro. It's going to be a good time. A little yeah. wine country, Sonoma. And I did see the weather. You guys are going to be hitting some beautiful, beautiful California oh, weather. Oh, you know what? I did not see the weather. Is it like Oh, it's going to be a scorcher. Or... It's going to be oh. 80s, I believe. And then okay, I know well, you... you know, I might wear my, you know, I'm going to wear this hat. But yeah, I might switch it up hat. and wear the, the bucket, the big old, like, the wicker, the the, the straw hat. But there are, you yeah, know. There's going to be a Niner there, too, right? Well, last year there was, too. Wasn't, um, what's his name there? Yeah, well, um, I think. It was it was a Shanahan. It was Shanahan. Yeah, it was Shanahan and <laughs> yeah, Shanahan. And now too, yeah. uh, Warner. Fred Fred Warner. Warner. Okay, cool. Fred I mean, Warna. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like it, it, it like it might have been a warrior if the Warriors were in the NBA Finals or exactly, you know, exactly. But um, I figure now with the Raiders gone and no one's calling the A's, it's going to be the Giants, the Niners, and the Warriors, right? It's going to be I San Francisco. Call, I thought they were to call Pache. Pache, you guys are center fielder. No, I'm good. Then they wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't draw anybody. <laughs> that thing's not going to sell out. They definitely wouldn't sell it out if Pacho was there. He, he would have brought all the bad mojo, the O.co or whatever the hell they call it nowadays. Oh, shoot. Um, okay, cool. Well, I'm going Larson or... Um, Suarez. Okay, said, so right? Larson, Suarez, and then like a more realistic pick. Ah, shit. Um, say, say a player. Damn, he's actually been racing pretty well, and he's good on Rogue. Ah, fuck. Kyle Bush probably. Yeah, it's okay. Don't be no yeah. shame in your game. Uh, I like obviously because I don't like picking Joe Gibbs. Screw that man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, I like the whole chase. So I said earlier the chase, and I think Logano's doing all right. But I think I might go Larson actually. All right, well, I'll be there because you know that I've been to. Oh, man, how many races I've been to? One You've been Vegas. To two Larson wins. Right, one Vegas. <laughs> One Fontana. Fontana and then two Sonomas now and he, and Larson's won. So Larson's won half of the races I've been to. So let's keep the trend going. Well, all right, yeah. cool. Well, that's the, uh, the end of the sports section and the first half of the Comic Boogies podcast, episode 151. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this tune for you. See you guys soon. Yes, sir. As the epic music fades, we are back with episode 151 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Uh, again, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Go visit Alex in the shop tomorrow for new comic book day. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Comic Bookies. Email us anytime for you know your opinion or just to shoot the shit, or if you want to set up an interview, if you want to promote something. Um, we are the Comic Bookies at gmail.com. And of course, you guys know the YouTube page. Just search the Comic Bookies, subscribe. You know, hit that like all those annoying YouTube pages. Subscribe, hit the notification button, and give us a like, right? You know, so do all that good stuff for us. We appreciate the support, uh, Sean. I think we're in over half of the country so far since I've been keeping track in like the last ten episodes. So, you know, <laughs> including go. Alaska, Hawaii, and stuff. So I'll give all those hopefully updated new good stats later in the show. But let's get into some comic books. Let's get right into it. Uh, this week coming out tomorrow on the 8th of June, 2022, in our Lord's Year 2022, uh, from DC, Batman 124, Dark Knights of Steel. Holy crap, I didn't get the number, but it's like, you know, either 
three, seven. four, five, six. So it's seven. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Dark Crisis, the new crisis that's going to reset everything in the DC universe. Dark Crisis number one starts tomorrow. Flashpoint Beyond number two and Batman Killing Time number three. Marvel gives us Thor 26, The Amazing Spider-Man number three, Venom number eight, Star Wars number 24, and Legion of X number two. Aftershock, Dogs of London, actually looked like a pretty decent story, but actually I kind of I left it off at the last minute off of previews, yeah. so I didn't get that one. So number two comes out tomorrow, and a new story from Aftershock, Astronaut Down, number one. Image gives us Spawn 330, Oblivion Song 36, and Time Before Time number 13. And of course, one of our favorite small-time publishers, AWA, gives us ETER number two. Sean, let's get into it for a couple minutes. What it, like? What are you excited for this week? What do you um, like over the last shit month, month and a half? Just kind of blurt out anything oh, that man. you've liked or that you've read. Well, this uh, week obviously kind of leads into the book that only because I haven't had a Spider-Man, so I guess I gave it away. The Amazing Spider-Man number one, I did read it, and I did like it because it did have a little bit of a different theme. I mean. <laughs> Right off the bat, Mary Jane has kids in it. So I think they already right. gives you a little hint. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. where are we at in the story? And I haven't mm-hmm. read number two. I think that came out, I think, two weeks ago, I want to say. Like you, I'm a little all over the place. About two weeks, give or take, uh, behind. But number right. three already seems like I'm going to probably like this. So I'm going to get that. Okay. Um, The Punisher. I know there was a little story that uh, I read number one. I talked about it the last time I was on. I read number two and number three. Number three I read like two days ago. And it, you know what? The story is kind of like, you know, you know, it's it's okay, but right. it's just very Punisher like. Like it is gory. It's funny because I always think about uh, is is it Ennis, the one that the books that we read? Yeah, Garth Ennis. Yep. Yes, yeah, so, I mean those ones that we read from Forest, and I mean I got a couple of the volumes. Like those are some good. The artwork is good. The uh, language between characters are good. The dialogue, and. It's funny because I think they like try to modernize it to where like I don't think the artwork is as good. I really don't care for it too much, but it is Punisher. It's allegory, but oh, it's good. just a whole a, like that's the good part, of course. But it's really like a he's working with ninjas, and I know mm-hmm. I previously brought it to where it's pretty much like they're kind of like looking at like the Punisher, like he's like their like lord savior. We do whatever right. we want, and he's just again just the judge and the jury of the whole thing. But it's just like he's doing everything out of like kind of like guilt into like how things are with his wife dead, obviously. And <laughs> right. it's an all right story. Like I said, I'm still getting it because it is a Punisher. And that's just one character I've always been. I don't know. I've always liked him, man. It's always. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really say much more than that on that. Um, Other stories. Flash. You know what, bro? I am really I'm turning into the mark of it. I'm just not that big on the flash. Close. Now, I, I really think it's about that time to use do it. Scissors do and cut. I, I don't like it at all. Right. But I, it, it's it's weird because I read 782 so, and with Wally West and Wallace, you know, but of course, like the very last page. 782. It, is that the last one you read? Yeah, this one right here. OK. OK. So that's actually the one I need to catch. That's the one I'm on right, right now. So will that make me feel better? Mm, not not really. Just like the last page. It's it's. um. They, it says the search for Barry Allen. It's a dark crisis tie-in. So the next flash, seven eighty-three, is like, you know, oh my god, like I have to get it because it's a dark crisis tie-in. You know, the search for Barry Allen. But if it goes back to the normal, like Wally West and like, oh man, it just it's been rough, bro. It's been hard. Right. It's like the second 
like the last two arcs from Williamson and going into this guy, it it never really improved. The arc actually, actually, you know what, you know what, the last arc I will say was was pretty good. The one with the um, uh, Justice League Dark. That was like good. Detective no, that Chimp was, that and was Zatanna. Okay. That was pretty good, right? With Swamp Thing and all those guys. That was pretty good. But it goes right back to, you know, I mean, the only thing keeping you kind of interested is like the wife now has powers and like, of course, the kids. And no, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> your I will heart, say, your heart keeps you invested. Right. I Right. It's like I've been getting this one since day one, since you know, 2016, like, do I really want to like dump it now? But I, I might, um, now one book that will always be at the top one towards the top of the list is this, like, I swear, dude, if you ever want to get into the, um, buying of trade paperbacks, but anything in the white knight, um, saga, You've always like, talked about white like, knight, dude, you know, Batman, the white knight, and then Batman, the curse of the white knight. And then this one is Batman beyond the white knight. And of course, Harley Quinn had her, side story last year that's when mark got into the white knight but this is just batman beyond um it's and it's completely different it's a whole different take on the dc universe right like the the gto is like the special forces unit and that's dick grayson's side he's not a part of the gcpd right um bruce wayne is currently in jail you know, I'm just going to give I'm just going to throw out some like, yeah, yeah, Har- yeah, yeah, that's like, fine. Like Harley, like Harley Quinn has two kids for, like by the Joker. The Joker is currently dead um, to keep to keep him out of prison or at least her out of prison. Right. Bruce Wayne and Harley Quinn are married. Right. They, they did it so that way she didn't have to testify against him. Right. Because, you know, how the spousal um, privilege, the, the spousal privilege or whatever. So, yeah, this is a crazy side story that's like. Hmm. I definitely would not read this in a normal Batman book or in a normal like any book. It's just its own side thing. And I love just jumping into it every single time. And of course, they bring in Mr. Batman Beyond in this story. Are so they all like that in terms of like side stories? Because even just you saying that, I'm just kind of like that actually sounds pretty damn cool. Actually, that's, you know, stuff that oh. isn't real, obviously. But Dude, I think I think I, I let Joe borrow the the White Knight, the first one as soon as he returns it it's yours dude it's it's so cool love it you know, i you know i know this god i don't know how many freaking batman stories there are but like i think one thing i always say is that was a common theme is kind of like oh normal normal you know, very batman like but like something like that's different so i know that'd be something that definitely enticed me a little bit so right let me know for sure when you get that back mm-hmm. we'll do i got the uh the new batman fortress Number one of, I think, six or eight issues. It's just like a not a Gotham City wide blackout, like the one dark night from Jock right now that we're reading the big uh, black label one. But it's like worldwide. It's some like extraterrestrial, like alien Mm -hmm. being that has like shut down the power across the whole world. And Batman's confused because usually when something like that happens, Superman comes. But Superman's nowhere to be found. So that's how the first issue left off. Seven Secrets has one more issue after this one. Mm -hmm. Um the last arc's been on kind of a, you know, eh, downhill, but it's not too bad. I'm I'm glad that I'm getting to the end of it though. AWA, I think only one book right now I'm currently reading of AWA and that's the Joneses. And I think anything within the resistance world, I'm going to get. This book is about a family of four, a husband, wife, um, um, a son and a daughter, and they have powers after the, the huge, you know, 
wave like, pretty much the us. the covid right the covid hit hell of people died and the people who survived are starting to manifest powers like we all i think we all read the the resistance but um now it's like the Joneses because it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's in a small neighborhood and they have like a neighborhood watch and everyone. And they're trying to like pretty much catch like, oh, did you hear that? So but they don't know it's the Joneses. But right. So they, but they know someone in their close knit neighborhood has powers and they're all like, oh, it's these people with powers, these people, you know, so they're being like, you know, <clears throat> I wonder who the hell they are. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um, a couple other ones like nice. the what like the what if Miles Morales. It's fun. It's like six different issues. So like this one right here is like, what if Miles Morales was the Hulk? It's like one of those. Oh, those what if, the, that, uh, like what if, like what if series previously too, right? A while ago. I think so. Well, they had the, oh, the cartoon on Disney the cartoon, Plus. Cartoon of course on Disney Plus. Uh, did right. you get Homeland Part One, the Captain America symbol of truth? So I was. Um, so there was three stories that I was um, making a decision of. So I dropped that one because I picked up the new Amazing Spider-Man. And then after Devil's Reign, I picked up uh, Coming Soon, I think. It's supposed to be the new uh, Daredevil story. Yes. I think I think that's one of the ones that's been like highly delayed because of paper issues, I think, paper shortages. Yeah, I know. And I talked to Alex when I went last week. He goes, oh, yeah, the uh, books are going to be very delayed for like he said, like right. the next up to year. He right, because I pretty damn bad. Because I because we we said to him in the last episode, I consistently send you a handful of things, whether it's two things or five things from previews, but I'm only getting like like this week I'm getting four. Yeah. Like next week I'm getting, dude. Next week I'm getting like two books. Yeah, you were actually his example when I went to talk. He goes, "There's some books days I'm sure or weeks Mike's gonna maybe get two, and he's gonna have one week where he's gonna blow his load and get like ten books or something like that." That was that was two weeks ago. I got like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the hell yeah. and, and now and now i'm two weeks behind because it's like oh i was enjoying like only having to read these three or four books but now it's like oh shit i go out of town and then i come back and i'm like oh uh, damn i didn't have any time to read nothing <laughs> yeah the captain america it's okay i mean it, it, it's just so blatantly easy to tell a marvel from a dc book i mean sam wilson you know it's cool actually having him as captain america because i actually like see that i see the hawkeye i see you know him as captain america and it it's okay. I'm going to get a uh, number two when it comes out just to see if it kind of gets better. I always give like an extra chance for these Marvel books, especially that one. But it's kind of like, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you have like some like Wakanda supporters within it. Uh, right. He's definitely I mean, he's like right in the prime of playing Captain America. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Definitely right. worth it. He's getting number two. Nice. Um, Flashpoint Beyond is pretty good. It's one of six. It's like a revisit to Flashpoint. Um, and it's like an ode to um, Watchmen and kind of like the the, the Watchmen story, like the, the pin story mm -hmm. with like the Flash and Batman. It's like a continuation kind of that story. That's uh, number one was pretty I got, good. I got the Flashpoint. Uh, that Yeah, that's right. Uh, mm -hmm. We're getting so. I have yet to read The Road to Dark Crisis. Of course, Dark Crisis number one comes out tomorrow, but this is the last issue of the Justice League that led up to Dark Crisis. This I haven't read death, that yet. I got the death that. Of, the, of that one, but also because I saw it in previews and I thought it was pretty damn cool, I got a variant copy of it, and it's like right here where it's all the caskets right here and all the different Justice League members, past and present, are there kind of at the funeral so it's pretty it cool. It looks like one that you don't touch for like 20 years. <laughs> it's going to be right. worth something. That actually looks right. really dope. Right in there. Um, I don't know if you saw it in previews, in the Marvel previews, but Alien is starting over at number one. Same writer, uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, but it's like a different 
story. So I told I Alex, I'm like, I, right. So I read, this is number 11. Um, haven't read 12 yet, but. I seen uh, that they were going to have a new alien, but I was a little confused. Like, hold on. Number one, me and Mike were reading that. So, so it's going to be basically just start fresh almost to a degree. I think so. I think it's just like a, no, a new story, like a new group of people. So like when I see that in previews, I'm like, oh, crap. Well, the current group that we see right now, that means they're all going to die, right? <laughs> oh, Is that, do they just give it away? <laughs> I know, right? Um, let's see. I think. Gee, there's so many freaking time between the, the last time. And then, and then the last one that I was going to talk about, are we? is it done? Because it's been so long since I read it. Um, is, it uh, is, is the Joker done or do we have one more issue? Joker, we were done last time I remembered. I do remember that. That was like a number 14. Right, right. Um, yes, I believe yes, it was 14. Yeah, 14. I know, yep, it was 14, I believe. Yes. Oh, man, I can't remember the last time. I, <laughs> I no, was because right here, because when because the because Batman's right here saying, where's the Joker? And it says next to be concluded. So I think we still have one more issue. <sighs> Guys, I mean, so like forever since last time we got a freaking Joker. Right, because we thought it was that was pretty much done, like with Bane, you know, and, and like Lady Bane, you know, because mm-hmm. we so, actually see Bane in it. So to kind of round out the comic book, I don't know if you have any more books you wanted us to speak on. I'm looking forward to Batman. I know. Right. I know I had uh, the whole Slade Wilson little bit with the Raja Gold dying and who they were blaming and who actually killed them and stuff. That was did you good. get the Did you get the side issues like the you had to get like one issue of uh, Deathstroke Incorporated, one issue of Robin? I told Alex I was like it's like an eight part little thing, so I have to pick up like three extra books. I told him to get those. So that's one thing I admit I'm not the best at Miguel. I mean I'm still right. I think I've definitely passed uh, the beginner comic book fan, but getting all these right. side stories, man. <laughs> I need to get better. Well, because it was confusing because I, I read like uh, Batman number whatever and it said, um, you know, the Shadow War part four. I was like, what the hell? I just read Shadow Shadow War part two. Where's three? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it was and it was an issue of Robin. So I'm like, hey, Alex, can you add uh, Robin number whatever the hell? And then sure enough, the very next week I had to get one issue of Deathstroke Incorporated. And then there's like the, the one that comes out what tomorrow or I got it last week, like Deaths or um Shadow War Omega, which is like the end of the story, and it's like done. I don't so know. I, to the core of it, bro, I really like Slade Wilson, man, because he is purely just a hitman. He is purely just a hitman. I mean, it was like his daughter, I think, that dies, and he he's just like kind of like a regular guy, not regular. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like he's really just. It, I don't it, know how to and it doesn't it, take like, and it doesn't take a lot to just set him off. I mean, and that's exactly what happens in what season two of Titans. In the show, like he's the main villain in that show. And like and like you'll see like what happens, like what the Titans do to make him just go off like over the edge and just want to take them all out. So it's good. But to end the comic book talk um, and go into like shows and stuff, speaking of, you know, Deathstroke and Titans and all that good stuff. I will say shout out to Graham Cracker Comics in is it technically Marietta, California, I believe? Um, shout out to them. Super cool group of guys. They got Maddie. Um, it's my first ever, first ever box that has like, you know, uh, a picture on it. She got like a little My Little Pony uh, box. Nice. And so for all the fans, I know I, I sent you guys a picture of it, but I did pick up. I was tr- like, whenever I go to a new comic book store or even in ones I've been to, I want to see if they have the Brian Michael Bendis run for Daredevil. I, I heard it's good, right? You know, like Alex Maleev, one of my favorite um, uh, artists is also on that. 
And so he goes, no, I have volume three, so I can order number one and two for you. And I said, well, I'm not from here, so I have to talk to my guy. He said, okay, cool, no problem. But if you want to get a Brian Michael Bendis, Alex Maleev Marvel story, get this one right here. And you're only going to have to pick up this one because it's only a 12-issue run. So I got the Moon Knight run from Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev, if you see right here. But it's it's pretty cool. It's like – like what's going to happen, right? He's standing on top of the Captain America shield. He's got, you know, he's got Logan's uh, claws. He's got, you know, Spider-Man's hand. So I'm really uh, looking forward to someday, sometime in the next 10 years, actually finding time to open this bad boy <laughs> up and reading it. Um, and then the very last thing that I got, which is pretty cool, is I, I absolutely love Dark Knight's Metal, the side story from Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, and their dark multiverse versions of Bruce Wayne um, and one of my favorite ones actually, cause they all had a side story was Dawnbreaker, which is the Bruce Wayne evil version of green lantern. So I got a statue actually, cause it was kind of cheap statue right here. Got this one right here. So another oh, add to the collection, right? So I got this one right here. This is what he looks like with the, uh, with the green, with the construct in his hand. Um, I do have the flash one. I know you've seen that one before, like the dark flash that has mm-hmm. the, all the bats behind him and stuff. So I have now red death and Dawnbreaker, two of the what six or seven side characters from dark Knights metal. So very excited to open that one up and display it either at work or on my hutch over here in the garage in the, in the bat cave. So yeah, that's I pretty like much it. Some really good holes over there. That comic book shop is pretty good. It is pretty good. Actually it is, Shoot, what is it? Um, I think because it's it's funny because my the same girlfriend, my my cousin's girlfriend, she used to work there, and I don't know if it's currently, but while she was working there, they were one of, if not the biggest um, sellers of Marvel comics in all of California. It's like, oh damn! And actually, it's an extension too. I think it's more of a uh, a Midwest. It's a chain of stores. There's like multiple. If you go on their website, I think they're out of like Illinois or Wisconsin or Iowa or one of those states, the Midwest states. But yeah, but but Graham Kicker Comics in SoCal is not the first one. It's one of the newer ones. So yeah. Speaking it's of a good new comic book stores, also when the wife and I for Memorial Day weekend went to the beach, we actually stopped in Los Gatos because we had to get some gas. Great gas prices in California. But uh, there was a big old poster and we didn't take the time to actually go drive around and look for it but it had uh-huh. the best name ever for a comic book shop it was bat cave comics oh no way they had, like, a, they had like a an advertising for it it was advertising it was an all yellow banner and black writing <clears throat> Ooh, had the old school batman vibe. i was like dude i knew i had to bring it up the mic i don't even know why oh, i didn't think a picture of it. it was something super quick but i actually need to actually dig into it to see if it actually is on Los Gatos or what but oh yeah dude it was pretty badass Right in downtown, too. It was like, oh, you know, typical Sunday, whatever day it was. Sunday or Monday it was Sunday. And people were just walking around enjoying a little Sunday stroll. And you just see a big old banner. Batcave Comics. You know what? I will be in the San Jose area in a couple weeks. San Jose, you know, Los Gatos, Campbell area. So I there might have is. to go over there and, and take a look. Nice. Well, thank you for that tidbit. But, um, Sean, I know we have a couple... You know, tip, speaking of tidbits, going back and forth in the uh, world of entertainment for comic books. So I think we'll just kind of go tit for tat here. So Joker 2 sequel is officially announced. Um, and the title, I don't know how to pronounce it. it it's a, uh, um, uh, a French name. It's Joker, and then it's like Folie Adieu. 
Let me see right now. I, you know why I didn't? Oh, there, yeah. It's script, which stays Joker, Folly, uh, Do or Do. I think, yeah, D do, like, E U S yeah. is pronounced. Yeah, Un Do is two in French. So, yeah. Do you, so you, you see what it translates to? No, what does it translate to? It translates to Joker Madness for Two. Madness for Two. Oh, wow. Nice. Interesting. All right, all right. So obviously that's Joaquin Phoenix. It's totally separate than what we saw for the Batman, for what the universe they're kind of building for HBO Max, right? So who knows? I mean, as a side, as a side side story, I'm cool with it, right? Like I don't have I don't have to have Joaquin Phoenix as my Joker. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't have I didn't have to have Robert Downey Jr. as my Iron Man. They exactly. could have had something they could have had something else on uh, on freaking you know HBO Max or you know. Whatever. Something completely side, yep. Right. That's totally cool with me, right? But what but what MCU is doing, obviously they've been doing it for uh fifteen almost like almost fifteen years now. So of course they, you know, they were gonna do it that, that way. Um let me see. I have actually you know what? I got one more. I'm not gonna say the ones I we were talking about earlier, but one that we didn't discuss in pre-production, all but announced. All but announced. All signs are pointing to announcing this. This is definitely, like I've said before, oh, this is the next game I'm getting. This is the next game I'm getting. But all but announced, all but confirmed, a remastered version of Sir 007 Goldeneye. Oh, don't tell me that. It's don't all you, but don't, confirmed. Don't, don't you do that to me, Michael Biella. Don't, don't you, you, you that, do that to me. Don't you put that evil on me. Yeah, <laughs> dude. How freaking cool would that be to now be able to play that in a remastered version? And you know what? To be honest, I w- I would, I'd be cool with the the, you know, the... I play the original version. I'd be happy. I'll play the original with with that graphics. I don't give a shit. I'll play that one, right? Dude, that oh, was dude. shit back then, bro. The freaking proximity mines, and that was the original freaking yep. Call of Duty freaking oh yeah battle R- royale fighting each other and stuff. The RCP ninety with eighty rounds Ooh, in a clip. Say it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, the AK forty seven, dude, like the golden gun, one shot, one kill. Double pistol, double silver pistols. Blah, 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 blah. The double, yeah. I don't forget right. what it was called, man. Oh man, what were they that called? Game was, it was like, like the uh, snow level. You're freaking like going through the snow, mm-hmm. and you barely see the enemies. Oh, with those graphics, you barely see the enemies. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they were like in gray too. So so of course, like you have like the handguns or just your karate chops, and they have AK forty sevens. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else would they have? Oh, um, and then you had the cheat codes, like the Donkey Kong heads, so you can make oh. their heads all freaking they big. They stood out a little bit more, yep. <laughs> oh, that's what we look, remember like, that? <laughs> like, that's what we look forward to back then. That's what we look forward to. Like unlocking how, all the characters. You can get Jaws. You can get, you know, Odd Job. You can get all those guys. So cool. This is how games need to make you feel, laugh and stuff, man. I like you. I'm like you, man. I can't remember the last time I even played a freaking video game, especially when we, you know, moved back in with Grandpa and stuff. I didn't even mm-hmm. set up my freaking PlayStation, but... Oh, I might need to make a little space for that PlayStation here in that news. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. You you have a couple pieces of news, I know. Yeah, brother, we talked about it. I know uh, Dwayne Johnson teases the whole Black Adam trailer. I know you actually had the confirmed day. I believe it was tomorrow. Tomorrow. So when, everyone, yeah, so when everyone sees this or hears this, you'll be able to look up the first tra- official trailer for Black Adam. Nice. So that's going to be awesome. I know the Sandman going to be a big thing for Netflix. They have a teaser announcement for uh, August 5th. So that's going to be very big for Netflix. Uh, we had another one, which I am drawing a blank on. Oh, uh, well, something that I know me and you are going to wait for. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange 2. It is coming to Disney Plus, not in July or August, but on June 22nd. Guys, we've got to wait like 
two and a half, three more weeks max. We're right oh, there. It's, it's two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. So that's very, very nice to know. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like going through all my shows now, um, you know, you have Batwoman that is done. You have Legends of Tomorrow. I have one episode each on both of those shows. Mm-hmm. And so that's like around the er- like early uh, March. Uh, I just watched the first episode of Snowfall. Going to be another great season. I love that show, even though the original creator and writer uh, has since died, you know, a couple years ago, I think. But um, excited to start Mayans. Uh, you have news on the Gotham Knights, which I should have news. I should know, but uh, pff, news to me. It's actually right up your alley, Gotham Knights. I mean, I'm not really too familiar with the Gotham Knights. I think I've heard of maybe a time or two, but I think I don't know if it was a trailer or just kind of like a quick glance of it on TV. And yeah, that's just a pre-production scene. Like, oh yeah, Mike, there's gonna be a Gotham Knights trailer coming out. And what the video game, Sean? It's like, no, they're gonna come out with their freaking show. And I mean, even like the headline right here, Batman is dead. That's where it takes place. So I'm like, okay, right. it's already intriguing me a little bit. Right, and and that that's what I thought that the, the the video game was too was like like Bruce Wayne is dead, so now like you know like Nightwing and Batgirl, uh, you know Red Hood, so like like what kind of characters are we looking at here? You know, like are we gonna get you know, like like what Robin we get? Are, are we gonna get Damien? Or is it gonna be Dick Grayson, Nightwing, too. or is it Robin? You know, like who is it? Batman is dead. Got them. I'm really trying to dig in to see if we can get some character names, man. But uh, it's it's really just a long ass paragraph that we'll probably digest but it is coming out in 2023 is the release year so I okay so i have plenty of time i'll still be behind in my shows but i have plenty of time until that <laughs> you one will out. be right um i have been watching naomi it's pretty good you know because i know that she's a new character as a whole and i'm surprised that she already got i mean like Brian Michael Bendis, excuse my language, but he, he he had to have sucked somebody off to already get her on a show <laughs> or on a movie because like she, like he he like announced her and like wrote her first story like two three years ago, so it's pretty like she's already in the Justice League in the books like it's it's pretty crazy how much she has ascended already in her first couple years of being just an actual character in the books. Um, but yeah, I'm so disappointed though, man. I haven't I haven't seen Morbius even though I've I've heard it's. You know, I'm not going to go see in the theaters, but if I have two hours to watch it at yeah. home one night, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm man, I'm you know, I haven't watched Doctor Strange yet, um, but we have what one thing we can talk about right now. Uh, spoilers for whoever hasn't watched it because it's about a week old now. By the time you listen to this, but we have watched the first three episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus, sir. How are you liking it so far? I think I'm going to use the same line I told you earlier when I watched that first two. Oh, they're really good. But when I watch episode three, it's like, okay, the first two were actually just all right. And it's just started the Star Wars geek in me. I love it because it just I really felt like that uh, Darth Vader body freaking just gets destroyed, turns into actual Darth Vader. What's actually going on now with all the freaking Jedi? And then they're just hunting Jedis left and right. And Kenobi's just trying to just blend in, just trying right. to hide. I mean, you even see, you know, little Luke. You see the uncle. How big of a role is Leia playing right now? Like Leia's a little smart ass, but <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. It, it's so cool. Like the nostalgia. And it's like, like it's, you're trying to figure out like where in the timeline are we and, and trying to figure this and that out. Like how cool was it? Like the first scene, right? Well, the first scene was the scene where they're killing all the, all the younglings and stuff. And it's like all the, and then all these Jedi's go, go, go. And like yep. the, the, the camera work and how it's just like kind of going back, back, back. Dude, those are and original like see, movies, man. Right. You see, that like that Jedi go down, this Jedi go down. And of course the kids are able to escape, but it's, it's just pretty cool. Um, like how they're doing that. 
And of course, you have Flea from freaking Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's one of the kidnappers of Princess Leia. So that was pretty cool. Um, I kind of wish that the bald guy who was like really pale, I, I hope that he would that he'd be more of a character. Like so, he was like a, like a leader type of guy. Next thing you right, know, like, like, he was like a you know like a captain or general. Yeah. So, uh, what was her name again? Uh, Riva. Riva. Yeah, Riva. Yeah, it's R E V A. Yeah, she's she's pretty much she's trying to take over, right? And uh, yeah. you know, she's got the the eyes and ears of Darth Vader. So if she she needs to she needs to get him. Because if well, not, then she dead. It's funny you brought that up, too, because I know when we first got announced with the Kenobi, we didn't have too much, like, noise on how big Vader was going to be included. But, bro, like, he's yeah. in the show. Like, he's in in the show. Like, he's already had a nice little fight with Kenobi. So, no, it it is badass. And not just being the bias in me. No, I'm exactly with what Mike said. The first two, like, it's, it's traditionally a little slower, but it's still it's kind of, it's almost like a refresher to a degree. But you right. also get to see kind of, like, where everybody's at. But oh, episode three, it is skyrocket. It took off. Right. I'm just interested to I'm just see like where they go, who they introduce, who they kill off, because like at at the end of the day, where we are in the timeline and what we've seen in the past movies and TV shows, like we know Obi-Wan Kenobi's not gonna die until he's old, right? Nothing's gonna happen to Darth Vader. Nothing's gonna happen to Luke. Nothing's gonna happen to Luke's family until until Luke's older, right? Until they all get burned, right? And so even uh the family watching Leia. If you think about it, that whole planet doesn't die until they actually test that super weapon from the, the Death, Death Star. Star. Yeah, right. so exactly. We have so many things that we already know, but it's still kind of like there's it still sucks you stuff. in, <laughs> bro. Of course, it still it still sucks you in, bro. And you know, and speaking of slow starts to kind of you know good endings, um, I don't think we've discussed Moon Knight. Because, shoot, a couple weeks ago, I hadn't finished it yet. I still have like two episodes. So I finally finished it. Um, like another, I don't know where I, I don't know where I'd put it, <clears throat> excuse me, in the list of the Disney Plus MCU TV shows yet. I wouldn't put it number one. I'm sorry. There's plenty of people who disagree with me, but I still think WandaVision's the best one. You know, like how. WandaVision is the best one. Like how I felt in the first two episodes, like pissed, like what the hell is this? Like so confused and how it just absolutely blew my mind how they like explained everything over the next couple episodes and Agatha Harkness and then Vision coming back and then just just everything. And then at the end of the day, just like what she did and how it leads into Doctor Strange 2. It's it's absolutely amazing. Um, Obviously, I haven't seen Doctor Strange 2, so I don't know how any of these other shows lead into the movie other than WandaVision. Like, I don't know if Loki leads into it. I don't know if Falcon Winter Soldier leads into it. I assume most of those shows, it doesn't. I can almost guarantee you that they don't reference Hawkeye or, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier or Moon Knight in Doctor Strange 2, right? So we're still yet to see, but it's funny. I actually still have one more episode to watch. I actually got to admit I'm guilty of that. I actually have one more episode to watch. I mean, okay. Brian, we have, I mean, I'm definitely not as far back as you, I can say, in shows. I mean, guys, right. I mean, we're all busy, shoot. I'm, but yeah, that's one show. Like, it's kind of like, it, it, it just wasn't my favorite. It was good. It, mm-hmm. It's cool. But it definitely is a little bit of a thinking show, too. I mean, hold on right. now. Right. <laughs> I think about and, that. Right. Like, the story, I think, is is very mediocre. Um, yeah. But, but, I w- but I will say that Oscar Isaac, he plays the she shit the out of this man. character. He's like the he goes, man. Like when he goes back and forth to win. Now, it's not the last episode, right? You've seen the episode where he guy goes back and he sees like with his mom and the right. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's not the last episode. Good. But like how he just goes back and forth without he's just like, you know, 
he's calm and chill and then he's like confused and then he's crying in the street and it's like going back and forth and with the accent like dude deserves a freaking emmy right there well he plays like three or four people damn near it seems like oh yeah he's right oh yeah so like individual performances i'd give you know of course um miss olsen of wanda and he's like right up there like loki was good in loki right like falcon and winter soldier like them like acting actors right like on an individual individual character level yeah he played the shit out of that role there's no doubt about that one more episode and yeah it's still a show it's just again like i said one of those shows i need to like it's not that i need to watch it twice actually i actually hate watching shows twice or i even have to like stop and rewind okay i make sure i understood that but oh yeah he plays the hell out of that role for sure right and then I'm excited, you know, we're like in the next couple months, we're getting uh, Miss Marvel, we're getting uh, She-Hulk, we're getting all some good stuff. And of course, Doctor Strange 2 coming out, you know, at the at the end of the month. That's that's actually awesome news. I'm glad I don't have to <clears throat> not waste, but use one of my, hey, mom and dad, can you watch the kids while, while me and Danielle go out? I don't, have to, I don't have to use that on a movie where we actually don't ha- get to talk, right? Because sometimes I don't, you know, like we don't like wasting it on movies of just because like, oh, we're going to go there just to not talk, right? You're for the comfort of your own house, brother. <clears throat> right, right. So that one's pretty good. Um, we got Blade. I know there's another thing we brought up with Blade will begin uh, production Fourth on of July. Fourth of July. So that's going to be very exciting news. I know we've all been waiting for that for a while now. So hopefully right. we get that one filmed up soon. I mean, Mahershala Ali. It's funny. We actually were talking about that when we did the podcast Palooza. That's how far back that goes. Damn, really? Yes, I remember I specifically brought that note up. That's like, right. oh, I kind of remember that. They, they have uh, Mahershala Ali now as a lead actor in the new Blade. And God, bro, that feels how long ago. Right. Um, shoot, man. I mean, I, I do have a story. I don't know. if I, I think I told you and Mark this. I'm not I'm not too sure because it's been a while since we've been together on the podcast. But I am getting a ticket to Comic-Con. You did bring that up. That is awesome. You did mention that to us. You sent a right. picture of it or something like that. I was like, this guy, there it is. Right. So I thought that I freaking got my money back, but I didn't. So I confirmed my address. I conf- confirmed my new mailing address because since then, I I think I was in. Yeah, I was in Tracy. But anyways, I had to update my email address and everything. And yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to go, but just a little memento of, of having another ticket. Of course, and that bro. Way, and that way, I'm still like the return um, customer. So that way, next year, if I do really want to be serious and go in July of next year, you have first dibs, right? Right. I have that. That I have the both days to try to get tickets, not just the you know the general public who haven't you know it's not a returning customer on the second day. I get to jump in with the other nerds on the first day. I am impressed. I mean, me and Mark still got to go to our freaking first one. So I mean, we did the whole. Uh... Silicon Valley, it's time for us to do a big Comic Con. There's no doubt about that. It's fun too, you know, and it's it's like a whole weekend thing, you know. So you like you go down there, we go to like the we go to Comic Con for like two days, right? Hit but the gas lamp the rest. Right, right, exactly. The beach, take the they take the kids to the beach and stuff like that, you know. We have we have family and friends who are like within a thirty to forty five minute drive. We don't have to really get like we don't have to stay and spend help because you know they jack up those prices for the hotels and Airbnbs and stuff. But yeah. I mean, shoot, brother, that's pretty much it. Like, all I can really think of as far as uh, shows and movies and stuff. I'm just really excited on, on finishing, of course, Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow. You know, salute to them. They're both gone, but one more show is coming. I will say Superman and Lois is, like, this first, this second season. Now, the, the first season's kind of, you know, shorter. But, man, I, I can already tell by 
on this trajectory, this Superman and Lois show will be better than Arrow, will be better than The Flash. It already might be. It's the, hella good. The, they both, yeah, it, it's good. So are, are you watching it? Oh, I'm caught up already. Oh, okay, my friend. Cool. That I, just, I just finished the episode where um, the, uh, the dad pretty much had to unveil how he was cheating uh, to, uh, at the quinceanera. Si, vato. I, yeah. I just finished that episode. So, uh, but like, uh, like the sorrow uh, uh. Superman, like just the, the 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 video quality. It doesn't Dude, look like he, kind of he looks, flash he looks arrow, scary, bro. I'm like, like ooh, a little oozy boy. But just watching the video quality of of just the general, like they're at the diner or they're at the house, it feels more like a movie than a TV show, for sure. Yeah, it makes it makes me think of actually when we used to watch Smallville, and I'm just like, okay, like this. Obviously, now he's freaking Spider Man or Spider Man, Superman, Superman. But like, even like his kids and stuff, like there's a lot more dynamics now. And yeah, it, it's badass, bro. I really, really like this. I know Arrow, I really liked Flash. It's kind of took in its turn. It's kind of like let's just kind of get that one over with. But yeah, it, it's this one's really, really good already. Yeah. Flash and Arrow had his super, super high points in the first, you know, four or five seasons. You know, you had Deathstroke that was an Arrow. You know, you had, of course, all the different characters like Reverse Flash. Like some of those first couple of seasons of both those shows are absolutely amazing. Um, Gorilla Grodd. Oh, yeah. Gorilla Grodd. You know, Um, you had um, Captain Cold, Mirror Master. You had all the Flash rogues and all those guys. But uh, but I can already tell. Superman and Lois is going to be hella good, especially if they especially if they put together a good Doomsday. Huh, then it's a wrap, dude. If they if 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 they unleash Doomsday in the next season or two, it's over for sure. Well, that's going <laughs> to definitely be like their money maker, their like trophy. That show like because it because it, it's still so new and it's already that good. Right, right. <sighs> okay, dude. Well, it was great to be back on the podcast. Um. We are just shy of 11 p.m., so that's a really good time for us usually to kind of wind down and uh, end episode 151 for the fans. But Mr. Uh, Powers, take us away. Episode 151, bro. It's just good to be back, man. I mean, I know we are just so damn busy with life now. I mean, now that we all have kids in between our jobs and all the stuff going on in our life, but it's just good again to be back. We are going to definitely have to edit that. That's the one time the draw went off real quick. That's fine. It's just definitely good to be back, man, especially talking, most importantly, sports and comics. Uh, Warrior fans, let's definitely stand up tomorrow. A big game three. Hopefully that goes great. And yeah, man, I'm just happy to definitely be here with obviously you. I mean, Mark, I know he mentioned he may not be here this week or for the next podcast, but we'll definitely get back into the groove of things. I do want to bring this up real quick to, you know, of course, Uncle Mike. I know this is something that's sentimental that you'd like to hear. Kaysen has his first uh, swimming lessons tomorrow, sir. Nice. Are you going to be like those uh, parents who uh, just throw him in the pool and like oh, let him like... Oh, hell no. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to actually seen... be in the pool with them. I've seen it, and I don't even want to go oh. down that road and get in trouble for what I'm going to say. But no, that definitely is not going to happen with Kaysen. But yes, tomorrow is you can his say first. It. You can say that some crazy white people shit. But yeah, it's just some wild stuff right there. But no, it's his. uh, He turns six months tomorrow. We have swimming lessons tomorrow. So, I mean, it's Marissa. You know, she'll be, of course, uh, filming it and taking pictures. Oh, yeah. But it's a beautiful thing, man. And yeah, just the whole fatherhood thing, bro. Definitely a new perspective on every and anything. And even appreciating this right here, bro, because that me time is so important. Who else would I want to be with my best friend? So big time, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Um, just to end the podcast, I told you that we would be getting um, 
you know, some stats, some hopefully some good stats. I will say congratulations to us. We have we have a country or two in Africa, but welcome Ethiopia to the Comic Bookies ooh, podcast ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, passport. All right, Ethiopia, all right. Thank you so much for well, the well, well, well. Right, right. So um, as far as the United States is concerned, I don't see really a lot of like any new states. Maybe. No, I don't think so. I think we're good. Maybe Ohio. Uh, no, I think we have Ohio already. You said we're like through half the country. So, I mean, we're we're doing uh, pretty damn good so far. I mean, I mean, let's just say, like, I, I know these aren't, like, striking numbers. It's not Joe Rogan numbers. But over the last 10 episodes, we have over 500 downloads in Virginia. Like... Do you know anybody mm. in Virginia? Come on, <laughs> I, uh, I know, I, I know, I know Coach Herman Boone. Yeah, Herman Boone. This is Virginia, right? It's Virginia. We do things a little different. <laughs> you know, uh, it reminds me because we have a vacation that we're we're planning on going for our, uh, one of our best friends, Steve's. You know, we yes. have zero downloads in South Carolina in the last ten episodes. We need to make, we need to go down there, pass some flyers out, and then That's give these guys weird, a swift though. kick in the ass. South right? Carolina has zero downloads yet. This fool wants us in our wedding. <laughs> right, and <you> his know? <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> right. So top five of the United States right now over the last 10 episodes, Washington, D.C., the Boston. Oh, dude. Oh, Boston want to come and show some love. Uh-huh. OK. Uh-huh. They either so want Boston. to show love or hear our shit talk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. So you have Washington, D.C., Boston, Massachusetts, of course, the Sacramento, Stockton, Modesto area and San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose are third and fourth and Wheeling, West Virginia, Steubenville, West Virginia. So thank you so much for okay, the state Mountaineers. of West Virginia. Right. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining the top five uh, for that, you know, beating up New York, Vegas, Denver, even L.A., Detroit. We are all over the map, my friend. So, um, of course. Sorry to dr- draw, you know, drag this on. Oh, but this never been, apologize, uh, brother. Right. So this has been the Combo Geeks Podcast, episode 151. Um, for Mark, who's not here, and for Sean, we'll see everyone. I'll try to make a YouTube video at Sonoma this Sunday, but uh, um, and we will see you next week. We will see you guaranteed next week because this is my short week of work, but my long weekend, we'll be back again for 152. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy the hell out of each other. Peace out. See you all at Sonoma. Peace.